Hey, writers, join our first draft weekly writers club. We meet every Tuesday from 12 to 1 Eastern time. For more information, go to writingclassradio.com and click on the classes tab. I'm Andrea Askowitz. I'm Allison Langer, and this is Writing Class Radio. You'll hear true personal stories and learn how to write your own stories. Together, we produce this podcast, which is equal parts heart and art. By heart, we mean the truth in a story. And by art, we mean the craft of writing. No matter what's going on in our lives, writing class is where we tell the truth. It's where we work out our shit. 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 There's no place in the world like writing class. And we want to bring you in. Today on our show, we bring you a story by Kimberly Elkins. Kimberly is the author of the novel, What is Visible, which was a New York Times book review editor's choice and named to several best of 2014 lists. She's written for the Atlantic, the New York Times, the Iowa Review, the Chicago Tribune, the Los Angeles Review of Books, Glamour, Slice, the Cincinnati Review, and Best New American Voices. She was a finalist for the National Magazine Award and has also won a New York Moth Story Slam. Okay, now I'm jealous. Good God. That's a long list. I know. She's gotten all this great writing stuff, but I'm jealous of her New York Moth Story Slam win. Damn her. Oh, yeah, you are. Okay. Her website is KimberlyElkins.com, and you can find her on Twitter at GoodWordGirl. All of this info will be on our website and in our show notes wherever you get your podcast. Her story was originally published in the Cincinnati Review. Yay for the Cincinnati Review because now they got my attention. This is the most unique essay I think we've ever gotten. It uses the second person point of view and it's still vulnerable. It's short, it's mighty, it's amazing. Back with Kimberly Elkin's story after the break. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Hey, writers. For the last 45 years, I've been going to tennis clinics to practice forehand, backhand serves. What does this have to do with writing? Well, practice, I've learned in the last 45 years, is what it takes to get good at anything. And that's why Writing Class Radio hosts a tips clinic, a writing tips clinic. We do this every second Saturday so that we can all practice going to scene, writing like we speak, omitting needless words, everything that it takes to become great or at least better at writing. So join us every second Saturday from 12 noon to 1 Eastern time on Zoom. To join, go to writingclassradio.com and click the link for the tips clinic. It's $10 and believe me, it's a lot cheaper than a tennis clinic. See you there. We're back. This is Allison Langer, and you're listening to Writing Class Radio. Up next is Kimberly Elkins reading her story, The Game for Winners. 
We called it fainting, gathered in a knot at recess or after lunch in an empty corridor or a corner of the gym, wherever the teachers who'd been told to stop the game couldn't find us. The game went like this. You knelt and breathed deeply, one, two, three, and then jumped up as hard and as fast as you could. A boy's arms wrapped around you from behind in a bear hug, squeezing the air from your diaphragm. A tingle in your stomach, a hard trail of thrill burring up to your chest, like the compression of body in the seconds an airplane's wheels leave the ground. You slumped in his arms as the world pinholed to one tiny point of blackness. And when you woke lying on the floor, how much later, minutes or hours or days, you had no idea. The strange faces crowded in a circle above you, seconds of near terror. You had left this life, this realm, for an obliteration of consciousness, of the cornerless sky and of all the senses. And there was no better feeling than waking to that thunderhead of confusion. You find euphoria in disorientation. You find euphoria in displacement. You find euphoria in losing the who, what, when, where, and why. To be lost is to dwell wholly in the present, and so you continue to choose it. Breathe deeply, in and out, one, two, three, and jump up. You beg to do it again and again until your vision doubled and your head thrummed on the stalk of your neck. The best fainter, that's what you were. The unbeaten champion, the absolute best at going under, at staying under. Girls were better at fainting, boys were better at squeezing, although a few boys wanted to be fainted too. It was strange to watch a boy go limp, be laid out carefully on the floor. Even in the fifth grade, it seemed the position was meant for girls. Years later, you found that same whoosh of unbecoming with the drinking with certain drugs coming to on your back, naked or not, turning your head on the pillow against the floor, against the car seat, maybe a face above yours, lowering itself to meet your mouth or the back of the tousled head you don't recognize. And then the hardest part of the game, but also the most thrilling, trying to figure out where you were, how you got there, how long you'd been out of touch with the world, but you were back in it, maybe against your deepest wishes, your truest desires. And there was nothing left to do but to get up, to sit or crawl forward on the carpet, on the gravel, on the grass, on the bed, and then to rise and to keep rising, to live to tell the tale. You were the best at this game. You still are, you sick winner. I mean, insane, 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 insane. I just, I, when I read this, I was so drawn in. I thought it was so powerfully written, so simple. And the story is just not one I've ever heard. I was like, wow, wow. Right? Yes. And when you say insane, what you're saying is fucking awesome. Yes. But also I think you're right. It is a little it's a little off in a way that I am so impressed by. She says things that like, like I, I hate that there's sort of like a, 
a thought police out there, but there kind of is. And she says, she's literally describing a blackout and then she calls it thrilling. I don't know that you're allowed, in quotes, to talk like that, to say that out loud, but she did. I'm so impressed with her honesty. That was the part that like gave me chills. Yeah, because it's like we are inside her head. She has not processed and filtered to get it on the page like most writing. It is inside, unprocessed, totally raw. Yeah, this is the line that I swear I was like, chill, chill, chills. And then the hardest part of the game, but also the most thrilling, trying to figure out where you were, how you got there, how long you'd been out of touch with the world. Yeah. That's right after she's describing coming to naked or not. Maybe there's someone who she was with, maybe not. Damn. We learned so much about this narrator. So much. Ah, yes. Wow. Oh, I want to talk also about the use of the second person because that's also something that's so different. So, okay, this narrator is so vulnerable and so honest. But how is it that she used the second person, which is that means she used the word you instead of what we typically see in a personal essay, which is I. And she used it in a way you said right after we, you, Allison, not the general you, but you said as soon as we stopped hearing it, how it brought you in. And usually I feel like the second person is like a distancing tactic a little bit. I feel like narrators use it when they're, when they're starting to get too scared or too close to something that's hard. Well, I think that you separates the writer from whatever she's writing. But I've always felt that it brings everybody else into the story because the you then brings us all into the you. We are, when she says you, we're talking about everyone, not just her. So that's why I felt so drawn in. So what I think she did, and I think that, so I've heard this a few times now, and now I'm seeing it one more time. And I think that the way she did what you just described, so she starts with the general you, and she's talking to all of us as if we've all knelt and breathed deeply, like we've all lost ourselves in this way. Like we've all slumped in the arms of someone and lost our breath. But then she takes it to the end and she is clearly talking to herself. You were the best at this game. You still are, you sick winner. She is calling herself out right there. Yeah. How did she do that? How did she go from talking to all of us to to talking to herself so seamlessly? Like I almost didn't notice it, but this time I noticed it and I was like, whoa, that's cool. That was the best last line ever. Yeah. She's judging herself. She's also praising herself. Yeah. She's saying, I know it's not good. Yeah. I don't know how long it is. I want to check to see how long it is. It's 487 words. In less than 500 words, this narrator tells us this whole story. This, there, are, there are two vivid scenes. It travels from being in fifth grade to being an adult. Wow. Well, I'm so glad we were able to share this story with our listeners. And I'm so glad Kimberly Elkins shared this story with us. Because we get a lot of submissions and some I'm like, eh, okay, I don't know about this story. It's not unique. It's kind of blah. It's not fixed. It's not finished. It's not. But I felt like this was a full piece. It was something I had not heard before. And it was really, it drew me in completely. So I'm glad we were able to share it. It was a new situation and it was a new take. 
I mean, and it was a new situation and it was a new kind of, um, not take, but it was a new perspective craft wise. It was very different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yes. We haven't seen something laid out like this. Beautiful. All right. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Kimberly Elkins, for sharing your story. Writing Class Radio is hosted by me, Allison Langer. And me, Andrea Askowitz. Audio production by Matt Kundle, Evan Serminski, Chloe Emon Lane, and Aiden Glassy at the Sound Off Media Company. Theme music is by Justina Chandler. There's more writing class on our website, including stories we study, editing resources, video classes, writing retreats, and live online classes. Join our writing community by following us on Patreon. If you want to write with us every week, you can join our first draft weekly writers group. You have the option to join me on Tuesdays, 12 to 1 Eastern and or Thursday with Eduardo Wink, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. You'll write to a prompt and share what you wrote. If you're a business owner, community activist, group that needs healing, entrepreneur, and you want to help your whole team write better, check out all the classes we offer on our website, writingclassradio.com. Join the community that comes together for instruction and excuse to write and the support from other writers. To learn more, go to patreon.com slash writing class radio. If you want a free Zoom link to First Draft, email Andrea at writingclassradio.com. Or you can jump on Instagram and click on the link in bio. A new episode will drop every other Wednesday. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.